Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Who that? Welcome back to another episode of the Frenchman Connection Podcast, part of the Belly Up Sports Network, the exclusive New Orleans Saints podcast on the Belly Up Sports Network. Follow the podcast at Frenchman Pod. Um, search for search for uh, Belly Up Sports on Twitter and uh, start paying attention because Belly Up Sports is has been adding. I mean, you know, we're we're in this like group thing for the for the network, and they're it's like every day they're adding a writer for another team or another league or another podcast for another for another league or another team or a subject and it's pretty gnarly and we actually got shouted out i don't know if you guys saw this today but we actually had a pretty rad shout out on uh on twitter from let me make sure i get this dude right uh oh man he, he covers like hockey and all of like the canadian sports and stuff like that and he he gave he gave Belly Up Sports a really huge shout out, which is pretty cool. It's awesome. So again, Frenchman Connection Pod, the exclusive New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Belly Up Sports Network. And um, you know we've we haven't been able to record for a little while. You know, stuff happens. I got the Rona, <laughs> and uh, I'm actually still getting over it. I'm in my basement. For you guys down south, the basement is a level. It's actually under your house. <laughs> <laughs> you go downstairs. We've seen movies before, okay? We oh, oh yeah, that's right, 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 right. I keep forgetting you're in the south and you're not on another puts planet. puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> but I must say that this is the most energetic, energetic I've ever seen Charlie before. For those, uh, for those who can't. That dude's bouncing off the wall right there. Oh, I haven't shaved in like forever. <laughs> My beard is like. I have like you know light brown hair. My beard is so long it's black now. I got like black. For those who hair. can't see Charlie, I will uh, give you a visual right now. He is uh, leaning over the edge of a uh, a well, looking kind of down at us. The way he's got his camera <laughs> set up, and he's holding a little white poodle, really? wearing a uh, blue jean jacket, and um, it's got sequin rhinestones. Yes. <laughs> That's false. In a white sand coat of nose. We're not sure what that is, but you know he's been going a, with it. I have an eighty-pound boxer. Okay, we don't do small dogs in this house. Um, but yeah, man, shit, I've been locked in my basement for almost two weeks. I started getting sick. In my household, we, it's it's our fam. It's the joke is it, it's our family's timing. I mean, we use our last name, like, but it's our family's timing. Anytime something big or important is about to happen something negative happens either right before or during it. So like we could be on our way to vacation and the car breaks down or we could, you know, it's my kid's birthday and I get COVID sucks. So yeah, like it was the Tuesday before my, my kid's birthday and I started feeling, started feeling off. Like I was really tired. Like, like, I could crawl on the side of a highway and just fall asleep. I, that's how tired I was. And like my body started to ache a little bit, started to feel like I was getting something I'm like, man. And you guys know me, I'm in Maryland, man. So like they don't mess around with COVID here. Like if you have any type of symptoms in the household, I guess you can be kind of douchey and lie about it and like not tell your kids school. Like, you know, one of us is sick. So, you know, me being Charlie, I want to do the right thing. So I go and get tested 
And this is probably like the fourth or fifth time I've been tested throughout this whole thing. And the reason why I knew I actually had COVID is because the way it happens is you go and get tested. And then our county in New Orleans or in Louisiana, it's your parish, but our county's health department will call you and say you're negative um, or you're positive. And, and the state called me like Maryland's health department called me or no, uh, sent me a message and said, this is the contact tracing department. We will be calling you in an hour or something. So I told my wife, I was like, man, I got COVID. She was like, you got your results? I was like, no, but Maryland's contact tracing people just sent me a text message. And that could only mean that I have COVID. So I had COVID. Luckily, though, I didn't get it that bad. Like, I never ran a fever, although I felt like crap. Like, my body, but I never ran a fever. I luckily didn't have all the breathing issues that you have some people that have. And I didn't really lose taste and smell. It just felt like the flu. Like, I felt like I had the flu for three days. And, and I'm locked up. I'm locked up because you have to, you have to, isolate. we have to isolate away from the kids so that they can go back to school on time. And in our County just started hybrid. You know, you guys, your kids have been in school like this whole time. Our County yeah. just now, like just now this past week started hybrid learning where the kids go to school two days and they're home three days. And no evidence of any spikes from them. No, dude, not at all. Nothing. No. My wife's all a teacher. The data suggest, and look, I'm not trying to get political on the podcast, but all the data that we've gathered from, you know, my regular, I'm a real estate agent, my regular daytime job, I work in biomedical research. All the data that we've had from the beginning of this thing is that children are not major vectors of this virus for whatever reason. They don't transmit it to each other that much, and they don't transmit it to adults that much. So anyways, my kid, man, my poor kid, she's so upset that she hasn't been in school. But anyways, so that's that's my time. Is. That's well, well my Chuck, I'm, I'm, as you all know, I'm a latex salesman, and I <laughs> I mean, that doesn't really apply to, to you know science. But I'll, I will say my wife is now a 7th, 8th grade science teacher and follows science, okay? Don't just follow the science when it's convenient for your yeah. platform, when it's convenient for your narrative. Follow the science the whole way through, and yep. you can tell that certain things. I mean, they, they, there's couples that one person has it, another person didn't get it, and they slept in the same bed for two weeks. My wife, my wife didn't get it. I mean, my wife didn't get it, and we sleep in the same bed. We share cups from each other all the time. You know what I mean? Like we use the same toothpaste uh, bottle or tube, what we've whatever. learned is we don't. We still a year into this, we don't know anything about this virus. Right, and right, making stuff up as we go. So, yeah, I I would have attributed my case to my lifestyle. Like I, I don't smoke. I've never smoked in my life. I never, I never drink. I eat really healthy. I go, I do really intense CrossFit workouts five, four or five days a week. I would attribute me doing well with this to that. But my coach, like the head trainer at my gym, got it, and she was she was in trouble, man. Like she was on the verge of being hospitalized because she was so sick and she would, she can kill me in any exercise. Like she's a, prof- she's a professional workout person. Like she does this, she does this nationally, like works out, does CrossFit type work, you know, CrossFit games or whatever. And she was in trouble, man. She was like, she said she, she turned yellow, like her skin turned yellow. She couldn't see, she was hallucinate. Like it was bad, man. I know a lot of people that are a lot more fit than I am that have gotten this and, and, and we're in trouble, but they bounced, you know, they got, they got through it. <clears throat> I got lucky, man. I, I got, I got, I got really lucky. The crappiest symptom I had was 
my back hurt so bad, man. It felt like it felt like Demario Davis hit me in the back like twenty times with his helmet. And that's you know. But enough about me. Enough about stupid COVID. I'm done. I'm breaking out of this basement tomorrow. Let's talk Saints. The biggest story that came across the Twitterverse today, and we we had to jump on a podcast to talk about this, is that apparently Russell Wilson is but isn't asking to be traded. And if he is but maybe isn't but still is asking to be traded, the Saints are one of the teams mentioned by his people where he would like to go. So let's talk about that. Ryan – Give me some thoughts. Let's let's stick to Wilson now, and then we'll get into the quarterbacks that we actually think have a chance at, at playing. So, I don't know. You guys fired off. What do you what do you guys think about this whole Wilson's? Is it BS? Well, real? What are they? If it starts off at three first round draft picks, I mean, I I'll first say that I don't think that we have much of a chance to land them. But for him to include us in that that group, that that handful of teams that he. What's a play on is very flattering for us. I'm sure Jameis Winston is probably not too happy about that, but um, I think he wants to play behind a, a really good offensive line with an innovative coach as, at, at head coach, and, and he sees our defense. He sees our team. He knows our culture. These guys speak throughout the league. Why would he want to go to the, the Bears is beyond me. Um you know, the Raiders, I guess, you know, his, his, his wife could probably pick up a Showtime or, you know, a, some kind of Britney Spears concert gig out there and then do that five days out the week and make bank. So I'm guessing that's why Las Vegas was included. Um, he's got some weapons there, too. But what, what, what would it take to get him? And do we have enough ammo to get him? I mean, he would really have to push that no trade clause to, to make sure he wind it up with us because we obviously pick in, what, 27? Uh, and then you think about if we get them, we're gonna we're gonna be we're, we're gonna be in the twenties no matter what. That you know set the bar right. lowest. So right. first round pick. So then, so who do we give up? Who do we include with them? And I personally, I'd be really throw Mike Thomas in there. Would Seattle want Mike Thomas, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and then some quarterback that we don't know who's gonna be there yet? Maybe Jameis Winston if we did get Russell Wilson. I don't know who that quarterback would be. Would they be wanting that? But, I mean, you talk about DK Metcalf, Mike Thomas, Tyler Lockett. I mean, they all three do different things. That would be quite the trio. And I think uh, probably any one of us could probably throw for about 3,500 yards with those guys uh, at wide receivers. So, I would say um, three first. I I don't think – out the four or five teams he named, I I would say we're probably – us in Dallas may be the, the lowest chance to, to get him, but I mean it's still intriguing that he, he mentioned us. I mean I always liked Russell Wilson since the first you know first oh. start he had, you know being just undersized and just you know he he was just a warrior, and and that's what you want at quarterback. And we, we we've had that for the last 14, 15 years. We we've had a quarterback that's just just a straight up warrior. They don't they don't consider it's football. They consider a gladiator sport to go out there. They play for each other. They play for their team. They play for their teammates. They lay it all on the line and let the chips fall where they may. So I would love to get them. Um, I would give up three first. I would give up Mike Thomas. I'd, honestly, I would give up any player and three first-round picks other than Alvin Kamara. Yeah, you know what? I was talking to a good friend of mine today, uh, 
about that and i told i told my friend like i would like the three people that i would have a hard time giving up would be ram camara and Lattimore. and camara would be number one on that list just because i think he's the best he's the best running back in the league Wilson is like 1B for best quarterbacks in the league. So, I mean, when you weight it, I mean, quarterbacks are most important position in the league. So, Will, talk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely flattering that, um, you know, we're considered, you know, more or less on the short list um, in terms of, uh, you know, getting him. Um, I almost think we sit at the top of the list. You know, I, I'm quite, quite the contrary to Ryan Hitler. simply because – the best offensive line. I mean, here's the thing. We, we, we can argue this, you know, that for a few years, um, the uh, the gold standard for offensive line was the Dallas Cowboys. Like, it just was. They were the gold standard. And then it then it switched, and it was kind of a 1A, 1B, uh, Dallas, New Orleans. And then I think with, with you know, you've got McCoy, you've got Ramchek, you've got Armstead. I, I just think the tables have slowly shifted, and I think, you know, 100% healthy, the Saints are the gold standard right now in the offensive line. <clears throat> now, do I think that's why we lead? No, I, I think one of the other reasons, you know, hey, um, innovative play calling from uh, from Sean Payton, and I also think it's a little bit of you're, you're literally counting us out because the well, yeah, Saints ain't got no money. Well, I remember a season when we were – tens of millions, you know, 20 something or more or whatever over the cap and somehow finagled like the highest paid safety in the NFL in Jarius Bird. Now, granted, you know that we all know how that ended up, <clears throat> but to go on to, uh, you know, what would I give up? Yeah. I mean, if, if you're looking for three first round picks, I mean that, yeah, sure. Take it. I mean, we've already seen, we gave up two first round picks um, for, uh, you know, Marcus Davenport. What would an extra pick be to land another franchise quarterback? Um, and in addition yeah. to that, you know, I, I do tend to agree with Ryan. Um, you know, I understand, hey, you get rid of Mike Thomas, you're, man, you're going to have to eat some money. We did it with Jimmy Graham. We've done it with Junior Gallette. Now I get it. You know, those are different scenarios to each their own. But <clears throat> I look at it from a Mike Thomas standpoint. And I know this sounds like, oh, you're really trying to run it. I'm not. I'm not. But here's the thing. Russell Wilson became Russell Wilson with Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett, who were nobodies coming out of college. Yeah. Javon yeah, Curtis, man. Well, I mean, like, but, they're not nobodies, you know, but I mean, it's not like, oh, yeah, he's got Julio Jones and he's got A.J. Green. I mean, they were just, they were no names, but the quarterback built yeah. him up. And I feel yeah. like with no Mike Thomas, hell, I think he could still do that with Callaway. You know, dude, with Manny Sanders, Callaway, yeah. Harris, for, I Trey still Ford. feel like he would have a Seattle esque receiving core. He would have an upgrade at running back, um, you know, and you'd still have the line. So, line so, yeah, I mean, I would be willing to part with, you know, uh, with Thomas. I would be willing. I, I know it's a, it's a God, it's a tough pill to swallow because who do you get to cover somebody, you know, but. You're literally talking a franchise quarterback. I mean, I would be willing to three ones with Marshawn Lattimore. Um, I'll even go as far to now play devil's advocate with Charlie 
and say, I would be willing to go three ones in Camara. And that's kind of like the, I mean, you know, the end all tell all, but, but here's why, like, is Camara everything? Yes. And, and I feel like he is new Orleans and, you know, does that mean they're going to do it? No. Does that mean, you know, I'm off my rocker? No, we're talking a franchise quarterback. What I'm saying is I feel like from a standpoint of the running back, I almost feel like Sean Payton, that's the one position he's figured out. You know what I mean? Like we've had a Darren Sproles. We've had the CJ Spiller's experiment didn't really work, but you know, we've had the Reggie Bush. Um, I, I feel like we've kind of had that little bit of an X factor at, at uh, running back to, to Kamara's level. No, of course not. Of course not. But I'm just saying, you know, if, if it meant what I part with him to get my, my quarterback in there. Yeah. Because you're not going to be a Super Bowl contending team with just the best running back in the league and a uh, quarterback who throws 30 interceptions a season. Um, yeah, I agree. I I know. I get it. I just, like, I just really love Kamara. And don't get me wrong. Like, Russell Wilson is probably my favorite, you know, one of my favorite quarterbacks. One of my well, favorite quarterbacks. What we do for a breakout season, Dwayne Washington? Forget about Kamara. I mean, we, we have other receivers that can maybe fill the gap with Mike Thomas because, like you just said, he made Javon Curse. He made Doug Baldwin. To, I mean, Baldwin made Pro Bowl ten million dollars a year. Yeah, so. Well, look, we'll say this. Well, about well, Russ. No, no, I just want ahead, you finish what you want to say with Russ. I want to say something really quick. I'm gonna you know, let you. I gotta, say, I gotta say something about. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish about Taylor, Taylor Lockett, and and this almost made me start thinking. I read this the other day. I I can't tell you. I love Tyler. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. And I can't tell you who the writer was. It wasn't just a a random, like, oh, yo, this is, uh, you know, the guy who's always coming up with random, you know, stories on Twitter. Um, But there was an article talking about Miami, the the Dolphins, seeking another, you know, hey, they're looking for some more weapons. And it said that the Dolphins were actively engaged in talks with the Seattle Seahawks for a potential for the Dolphins' second first round pick in exchange for Tyler Lockett. And it started making me think like if there's even talks wow. about Lockett and, and That's Russell Wilson, like they may get, be getting ready to blow the whole thing up and just. But okay. so, so I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, cause I may be, but I believe Pete Carroll's the oldest coach. Oldest He's in his seventies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So is, is he ready for a rebuild? Without Russell Wilson, or did Russell Wilson just not get his way? Which I, I don't blame him because you know I read the Athletic article that says he went in there after two losses and wanted input on a game, right? And they basically said, "Nope, we're not listening to you. We want to run the ball and take care of the football. We don't mm-hmm. want to." The first eight weeks, I, we all would have been. I mean, Vegas had Russell Wilson the highest, like he was the hands-on favorite to win the MVP. And then they lost to, I think there was the Rams. Had a, he, 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 didn't, he threw a few picks, and then they lost to the Bills or vice versa. One of those, he lost two games in a row, and then they had a Thursday night game against Arizona, and yeah. he wanted input on the offensive game plan. Yeah, and they did right. not – they basically he, – he walked in, he told them what he wanted to do, and they ignored him, and he went out the door. And ever since then, it was different. The rest of the season was different. Right. Since then, because I mean, Seattle's rolling, man. That offense yeah. was rolling, but the defense was like the you know the, the four, uh, 2014 to 2016 Saints. 
giving up 30 points a game. But, I mean, he was just like Drew Brees, too, at the same time, where he was outpacing everybody. They was outpacing everybody. The defense was giving up points. So the disconnect happened there. Is, is, can, can it be fixed? I don't know, man. I mean, at this point, with him going public as much as he has, I don't know if it can be fixed. Does Pete Carroll want to and, rebuild? And also, I don't know and also just to throw some more fuel to the fire from the Seattle thing, like so we've got Russ, there's that, there's that story on Lockett. There's also another one, and look, I don't hate the guy. NFL is a business, but um, the uh, oh god, why did, the linebacker? Who's the uh, who's their stud linebacker? Middle linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. I, I, brain slip. Uh, you talk about uh, KJ Wright, the one that's talking. No, about no, Bobby, Bobby Wagner, Wagner just came on record not too long ago and said he's not giving Seattle a hometown discount for his upcoming cut. That was KJ that was Wright, Wright that said that. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think those guys—they're just kind of—it's you. It's see a different the culture time, there man. now. Like, team, yeah. The, the 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 older guys are still there, and the locker rooms change over, and that's kind of what was really cool about Breeze was like, dude went through like four different eras yeah. of a locker room, and like. Kept it, kept it Gucci the whole time with different receivers and <laughs> new defense. Like every year, it seemed. I mean, those guys like it's things just kind of get old. And and Russell, what I was gonna say about Russ was like he kind of had. He came into the league. I've always liked Russ. I've always liked his game. But like they, when he came in, they had that they had the Legion of Boom, and. <laughs> They had Marshawn running trains on other teams, you know, the Saints in the playoffs. Like he had, he had the support system to develop <clears throat> into uh, this great Hall of Fame quarterback. Like he, he didn't have to come in and be Andrew Luck right away or Aaron Rodgers when he got his shot. You know, I mean, Aaron did sit behind Brett, but like. Or, or Peyton Manning, like he actually had a really, really, really good support system that like every young quarterback dreams of. But he also has a clutch team. He has a clutch yeah. team. Well, what, what I was what I was gonna say was over the years, Russ developed in to be an All Pro, future Hall of Fame quarterback. But yeah, because he's a baller. I mean, the dude is a baller and just makes it happen. And now it's like. He's doing everything. He is doing everything in Seattle for such a bad offense. Like the sure he's got some he's got some receivers, but like the running game's okay. The line has always had issues since the Marshawn era kind of ended. And the defense yeah. just it, they didn't backfill. I mean, sure they traded for Earl Thomas, but like you know, they got the same two linebackers that have been there forever and that's your defense. And Russ is just like, "Look, man, I'm not getting any younger." The way the team is right now, we're not winning any Super Bowls. And, like, how do you not – I mean, th- th- if I was Russell Wilson, I would be pissed off too. How do you not t- – can you imagine Drew Brees? And to me, okay, yes, no, Russell Wilson hasn't had the, the career of Drew because of the time difference. But Russell Wilson – like, ha- can you imagine Drew Brees going into a meeting with Pete uh, Lombardi and Sean and saying, all right, guys, look. This is how I think we need to attack this team. I think if we do X, Y, and the uh, look, Drew, Drew, okay, we're the coaches. 
Okay, you, you let us coach, and we will give you the plays, and you run but that's, the plays. But that's like, definitely can you imagine that's definitely a group? Pete Carroll thing, though. But Russ has. I said that's huh? It's a Pete Carroll yeah, thing. it is yeah. a Pete Carroll thing. He's got he's still that, that college yep. head head coach but, mentality. But, but like, so he, here's the story. I'm sorry, to cut Russ, you off. what I'm going to say. What I'm just saying is, Russ has earned that right and ability to go to his coaches and be like, "Look, this is how I think we," and just take it into consideration. And for them. I mean, the, the athletic article really was, you know, in its own right, kind of like one of those off-season bombshells because when you hear like, oh, so-and-so major player kind of wants to be traded, most of the time, yeah, where there's smoke, there may be some fire. When a piece like that comes out, it tells you there's definitely issues yeah. there that Russ is not is not happy with. And I wouldn't be happy either. You're Russell freaking Wilson. You're you're the one in the top two best quarterbacks in the league right now. And in your coaches will take your two cents on how to win a game. Yeah. So exactly where smoke, there's fire because he's in his prom right now and he sees where he can go to make a difference. The saints are a win now team. So if he wants to go to a win now team, I don't know if the bears would be no. a win now team. The no, saints are a win now team. You have a great team. And, and you know, he sees the stories about Drew Brees and we, we all know this and just so our listeners know this too. Like before the, the Saturday before a game, Breeze sits at a big conference table with Boom. Sean Payton, yep. Pete Carmichael, and all the offensive brass, and they yep. they they whittle down a hundred plays to about sixty that they want to run in that game. And Breeze hands picks every single play that they want to run in that game. So when you're saying to Russell Wilson, he can't even have any input on the installation, not not the pick and the plays. Right, but the, ins- the the initial installation of what the game plan is going to be, and he doesn't have any say so over that. And yeah, that, um, that that doesn't bode well for a quarterback. In and this, this isn't Mitchell Trubisky we're talking about here. His like, offensive line is that shit. Right. Now you have well. the opportunity right. to and go this- in and basically say, "Look, this guy's retiring, and you have a chance to come in at thirty-two years old, be the king be, of New Orleans." Early thirties, Drew Brees, all over again, and come in. Yeah, and, be the be the age group of Drew Brees when he didn't. And have listen, listen to this: Russell like, entered the league in twenty twelve. He was sacked thirty three times. The following year, forty four, then forty two, forty five, forty one, forty three, fifty one, forty eight. In this past season, he was sacked forty seven times for a grand total of three hundred and ninety four times. During his career, Russell's career completion percentage is only 65.1%. Well, why do you think that is? Think of every NFL draft we go to. They're either getting rid of their first round pick or they're not investing in the offensive line. Or when they do, it's an overpaid free agent that's probably past his prime. Yeah, We have figured it out. Like. Yeah. Are these offensive linemen sexy picks? No, they're not. There's nothing about them. No, but but it, it makes the whole shit they, turn. It makes it turn, man. And, you know, Mike, I mean, we had Mike on, on the pod last time. It's funny how we had Mike on the pod. He goes and does some pod yeah. rounds. You saw that, right? That was great. Anyway, we had Mike on the pod, and he's talking about, you know, he thinks that Ruiz is going to go to center and McCoy's going to kick out and, and – I'm all for it, man. Ruiz the center of my But uh, yeah, I mean, look, this almost feels like you know when the jackpot, like 
when the Mega Millions is like 900 million and you're sitting down with your wife and you're like, honey, what would we do if we won? Well, you know, we'd pay off the house. And our parents would retire right away. And I'd give Ryan and Will $20 million each and we'd have yeah. the best podcast in the world. This is kind of like that. It's like you feel you feel like you're just dreaming about about winning the Mega Millions because that's exactly what Russell Wilson yeah. would mean to the Saints. Is the Saints well, just the best, won the, the Mega Millions? The best thing for me and, is the fact that we have no money, and it just makes me feel even more like it's going to happen because the whole league's going to go. Saints ain't got no money. <laughs> they can't do it. They and the, holy shit, how'd they do it? Oh, it's because Kai Harley's now got them with a two million dollar cat pit for this season. <laughs> Right, and then he, he, he put on 17 ghost years <laughs> on the back end of his contract to spread the cap out. So, Chuck, can, can I touch on the alternative to what we think is about to happen at quarterback? Yeah, so, look, I, I mean, to be, just to kind of wrap the whole Russell the Russ thing up, I do not think that the Saints are going to land Russell Wilson at all. I, I just I think when it comes to firepower, it's not going to happen. I think the, the Seahawks want – High draft picks, but they they also want players. The Saints can do players, but we well, just don't have the draft. Well, before picks. I don't before think Ryan happen. does it, let me ask both of you this real quick: What would you do if all of a sudden it's like, yeah, he's got it narrowed down? The Saints are trying to work out a deal. Bree says, "I'm coming back, coming back, baby." <laughs> well, that's a perfect uh, segue. He Actually, wouldn't. Breeze, Breeze would not I don't do think that. So. He wouldn't do that. In fact, the three of us. He, really, took, he took the minimum. Yeah, he's yeah. done. He, he he's, took he's, out. Out. he's out. He's out. So, he's done. But you're right. Let, let's that being said, that is a great segue. So, it's a great segue into. Uh, we'll call this Ryan's rant. Yes, Ryan. So so I, I've seen a lot of Breeze slander lately, um, all over the social media machines and. I will say that it's just um, I understand that people just like making fun of stuff and, and hating on stuff. That's just that's our culture. That's cool. That's all good. But like if you actually believe some of the stuff that you see, that's another story. So if if I looked at Breeze's numbers from 2020 and I took out San Francisco game that he left in the first half. So if you take out that San Francisco game, I'm going to give you his numbers in the rankings uh, versus all the rest of the play quarterbacks this past year. So if you take out that San Francisco game, he played 11 full games. All right. So if you take that 11, divide by 11 times 16, take that number divide by 11 times 16, he would have finished with uh, 4,169 yards passing, which would have been good for 11th, which would have been one of his lowest years he's had in a long time. But guess what? We weren't playing from behind a lot the whole exactly. season. And he had the best run game that he's had in a long time. And the best defense, you know, this year and last year was the best two defenses he may have had since. And I, that's even including Darren Sharper years, if you ask me, as far as yardage and uh, time of possession go. Um, touchdowns, he would have ranked seventh with 33 on average. Uh, interceptions, of the, the fewest interceptions, he would have he thrown on average nine. And why I'm giving these numbers – we would have played the Falcons two times, too. I do, I do want to throw that in there. So that would have padded the stats even a little bit more, let's just be honest. So interceptions, he would have been on pace for nine with those 11 games, which have been tied for six best in the league. Uh, passer rating of 106.4, which would have been good for sixth in the league. Completion percentage of 70.5, which is only behind Aaron Rodgers. A QBR, which is 
some similar to passer rating, uh, a little different of sixth in the league. So when I when I'm seeing all this, we know he had a terrible game, terrible, terrible against Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay also went into Green uh, to Lambeau and shut down Aaron Rodgers for a whole half, and then they waited two weeks later and made Pat Mahomes look like Vinny Tessaverde for a whole half. So we can hate on Breeze. We can say that was a terrible game because, trust me, I'm as angry as anybody when we think about the playoff losses that we had. The Rams, you can't really pin that one on Breeze as much. The Vikings, the year before, this past year in 2019, that was a terrible game plan. It was a terrible execution. That that Breeze had something to do with that one. And he played like three interceptions in this past game. There's no excuse. And some of those throws, that was the worst I've seen Breeze look ever. He looked rattled from the get-go. He didn't take any sacks. He didn't get sacked one time because he was throwing ducks up. It was terrible. But when you look at the big scheme of things, when did the injuries happen to him? When did these injuries, did they happen? Because, like, we, me and Charlie talked earlier. Like, Kansas City game, when he came back, he was rusty as hell. But he was slinging a ball 50 yards in the air on a beeline. So, when did these injuries happen is what I would be curious about before we throw him under the bus and say he's washed up. Do I think he's coming back? No. He, he's, he's, he's converted his – uh, his, his salary to a, a you know signing bonus, roster bonus. His his salary is a vet minimum. He's done. But for us, for, for the fan base to slander him and not really show appreciation as he's exiting after giving us the best fourteen years we've ever seen as sports fans in our entire freaking life. Yeah, it's pretty shit. And I, on a lot I'm of disappointed before. as anybody. That, the, I think that most of these fans weren't really around before no. Breeze got and, here. Most, I, most of them, and no. maybe they were. They were here for the Aaron, the Aaron Brooks years, which which weren't horrible. But before the Aaron, I mean, it was it was Billy just, Joe Tolliver, Billy Joe, Billy Joe, Jeff Blake, I like Jeff Blake. Warfel, like mm. he was all right. He was a good. He was a solid yeah, compared back. Compared to Warfel, he was. The thing is, though, is the last couple of years falling short in the playoffs. I mean, you can say, "Oh, it's it's Breeze is fine, whatever." I mean, I, I guess, but it's but here's not, the thing: it's not with, without without Breeze, and I'm I'm I mean this as serious as a heart attack. Without Breeze, you don't have a Super Bowl. Without Breeze, you don't have the team to get you consecutively that deep into the playoffs. Because the difference is. Right. Yeah, we lost. I get it. One year we were robbed, uh, unfortunate situations other times. But here's the thing. Like, you, oh, it's just we're only a playoff team. Well, guess what? Some teams aren't even a playoff team. I want the Saints forever. He he gave us the chance. He always had us in it. That's the difference. Every time. The fourth quarter comebacks alone. Let's also – Part of the reason why the Saints have been able to get to land these these free agents that we've landed over the last fifteen whatever get, years was because of get, Drew Brees. I want to come play for Drew Brees. I want to come win, help Drew Brees win a ring. You, you lose Drew Brees, you lose that. Demario Davis. How did you land him? Drew Brees. 100%. He even said it. Yeah, that's why I came here. Drew Brees. 
Manny Sanders in this last offseason, Manny Sanders yeah. said, I con- I told my agent to contact the Saints because yep. I want to go to New Orleans and help there Drew Brees win another ring. Drew Brees, look, look, I'm not begging Drew Sanders Brees to stay. I'm not begging Sanders Drew is Brees. on record, too, on top of that, even saying, I've tasted victory once and I and I wanted it again. You know, so. Yeah, well, he's he tasted he's tasted victory more than once. Well, yeah, he's tasted it twice, and yeah. he wanted it a third. Yeah, but but I yeah I, I get what you're saying. I mean, look, a lot of these free agents that that sign in New Orleans sign because because you have the top dog in the in the locker room. Like you know that the team runs through a guy like Breeze, who's on you know he's in that same category of the the Peyton Manning and the and the Tom Brady like. You walk. You're walking into a locker room that has one of the greatest of all time. A lot of these guys, Demario Davis, come from another team. Come from a team where they don't the have Jets that. The and the Browns, they had you know, nothing. Manny Sanders. Exactly, Manny Sanders, Jimmy G. Like, are you are you excited about Jimmy G? Listen, listen. No, I'm not. I'm not. Right. Well, but if you land a guy like Russell Wilson, yeah. How many quarterbacks would you put ahead of it? Say if Save Breeze was saying, hey, you know what? I'm coming back. How many quarterbacks is, would you put ahead of them? This is my list. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Dak who, else you put, who else you put ahead of I'm just going to start, I'm gonna start naming quarterbacks. You Dak put, Prescott. You put ahead of them. Well, 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 well hold on. Well, hold Kirk on. Let me ask let me ask you this because you're, you're both naming names. When you say you're putting them ahead of them, what are you basing that off of? Just stats? He's They're throwing – like Best chance to win. Best chance okay. to win at all. Okay. So I, I, all right, I'm going to start naming some names. I'm going to piss Let me the start fan naming base off. Names. I'm not putting Deshaun Watson ahead of Drew Brees, giving him the best chance to uh, to win it all. Now, now – I probably, on, I probably would. I mean <laughs> – I am. I'm taking Deshaun Watson right now, like the 2021 on, season. On, I'm taking on Deshaun team. Watson over to Brees. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. The Saints. Okay, I, I the was Saints. thinking you were saying like you know Josh Allen yeah, with the yeah. Bills. Or, no, Texans are overall quarterback. Who gives their their team like not their particular team, but who would give their team the Saints? Okay, yeah. I'm going to start naming yeah, names that I, that I would take over Drew Brees. Other than the ones that Ryan just mentioned, I'm probably taking Dak Prescott over him. I'm not taking Matt Ryan. I'm not taking I'm not taking Jameis Winston. Now, I know I probably just pissed off a bunch of fans by saying oh, that. No, I'd no, rather – Our um, listeners are definitely realists. Let's go by the division. Are you taking Daniel Jones? No. Are you taking whatever's going on in Washington? No. Are you taking Dak Prescott? Me, yes. Taking Draylon Hurts? No. Are you taking anyone else in the South? No, I'm not taking Matt Ryan over Drew Brees. Colin Murray. Colin Murray over him after he regretted Murray. Oh, no. I, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe that little dude be scooting around. <laughs> um, Jared Goff is gone. No, and the answer to that question is no. Matt no. Stafford. Uh, I've got. I've got. No. I'm probably taking Matt. Stafford I've got. I've got uh, seven guys. Guy, I mean, he can get. He can sling it, man. Um. All right, let's go to AFC. Big no. Ben. No, hell no. Nope. Lamar, keep going. Uh, keep going. No, no. Lamar. he can't okay. even hit. Nope. 
I'm taking Lamar Jackson. No, get off, get off the damn. He, um, his, his, here's one. Here's one. Joe Burrow. He's too young. <laughs> injury, too young. injury, injury concern. Okay, Let me hey, fifth. Hey, Baker Mayfield. No, I'm not taking Baker over Drew Brees. Absolutely not. Um, here we go. Let's go down south. Watson. I think we're all saying yes, right? On our I'm team, taking yeah. Watson. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill is close, no. but no. Okay. Um, Carson Wentz. No. 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 I'm not going to say Trevor Lawrence because the, he, the Saints have no chance of ever. Well, you know, well here's the thing: you can't say you don't know what he's going to do in an NFL uniform. Is he Peyton Manning or is he Ro- or is he right. Ryan Leaf? Exactly. I mean, you know, hypothetically, right. we would right. now. Of course, we would. But like, um, no, like if if you had to win right now, what would you do? You know. All right, Derek Carr. No, no. But but I'll say this: I would I would uh, put I, I would he's put underrated. Carr slightly yeah. behind Brees. He would, dude. Carr would play I would well in New slight, Orleans, man. I think he he's the next. I'd put him, yeah, I'd right put him right behind us. Justin Herbert. Uh, if I had to pick between him and Breeze on my team right now, I would go Breeze. But I but I, I I'm throwing. I, you can sling I'm throwing it. him into the it. same category with um, Carr. I'm not even going to mention uh, quarterback for the for the for the Broncos. I'm not even. Drew Lock. Right. <laughs> yeah, Drew Lock. No, not happening. No. Um, nobody for the Jets. We already said Josh Allen. Yes, Tua. Nope. No, you don't know. No, I, I, you'd have. No. I'd take Fitzpatrick at this point over Tua. No, Cam Newton. No, not even Cam. No. This shows how spoiled our fan base yeah. is, man. Do you um, see this? I, I'm just naming out. I'm He's just so naming out four quarterbacks in the NFL that we would or would not take over over Drew. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Watson, Allen, Russell Wilson. That's the six I'm picking before Stafford. Right on. Well, I wouldn't, but but that's just me. Okay. I'll go uber conservative and say Drew Brees, according to us, according to the French Connection podcast, is a top 15 quarterback in the NFL right now. 10. Go with 10. Yeah. I mean, at worst, he's top 15, though. Go with 10. But I just spit out the numbers, man. No, I, I dude, I, I'm there with you. But, he, he, look. like, you mean to tell me that, like, a top, okay, top 12 quarterback can't go I do, to the Super Bowl? I do like – I, I'm telling you, as crazy as it sounds, whether whether listeners like it or not, you know, we went through all those names. I do like I do like Derek Carr, man. I know that's so that's so I like him. There's something about Carr. I like him too, dude. No Get offensive him in the same. line. And who is he throwing? Dumbass John well, well, go, go back to when he got drafted, right? And I get it. We're, this was the Russell Wilson, the Breeze. We're talking quarterbacks right now. Who's he throwing the ball to? His best right now is Darren Waller. No no doubt, Darren Waller. But go back before that, it was what, the year or two and a half, whatever he had with Amari Cooper? Other than other than Amari, that, he's had yeah. – And Crabtree. He had Crabtree at that one point. That no season. receivers. No receivers. Nothing. Look, you know, you know who else I would pick in front of Jameis Winston? I would James pick Ryan Fitzpatrick for a win now. Ryan Fitzpatrick? And – I'd also pick Marcus Mariota before before I pick these James. Are over, these are and, over. And let me tell you why I say that, okay? I'm going to try to spit these out as fast as I can. Now we're at 43 minutes. So, Jameis Winston 
is in the 30 interception club from 2019. The last player to throw for 30 interceptions was Vinny Tessaverdi in 1988. This was in 2019, right? We know he threw 35 total turnovers that year for Jameis Winston, which is the second most in 20 years. He had a, a 60% completion percentage. And we're asking him to go to a West Coast-style scheme where accuracy is very important. You know, you got to get it out on the slants. You got to get out to the screens. You got to do these little these little passes. So are we gonna are we gonna be ready to change the whole scheme and go to more of a deep vertical Arians type scheme than than what we've been doing? I don't know. So that's where that's where what, um, what did you was, think about Mariota? The biggest did one. Mar- Let me say this one more. Let me say this one more. Twenty nineteen, Jameis Winston was sacked forty seven times. 2020, Tom Brady, double his age, was sacked 21. So the same offensive line, the same exact personnel. So me, Tristan Wirfs, they they did have Tristan Wirfs. It has to do with recognition skills, and it has to do with that his teammates believe that the teammates believed in Tom Brady. Yeah, they did not believe in Jameis Winston. Well, they they got, were not going out there. Seattle got an upgrade. Every little thing. That yeah, but it's also like the, Seattle, you're just, you have someone executing the offense, not not going out there just kind of you know winging it. I mean, Jameis, like I don't know. I'll, I'll say this: if he is the next quarterback, it's going to be that's uh, culture shock's not the word, but it's like, you're going from one end of the spectrum to the other. What the pendulum is swinging from, you know, uh, protecting the football efficiency back to, um, a little bit more careless. You know, I'm not, I don't care who you are. You know, that Jameis is going to be more careless with the football than Drew Brees ever was. Um, and more of like an impromptu type of passing game, whereas Breeze has, you know, for for forever, has it's been a precision precision passing game. Is is Jameis Winston that well, kind I'll of quarterback? On, I'll go on no. record and saying, size wise, athlete. Now again, we're only talking football now. Size, athletically, all that stuff. You know, I I like Jameis from a football standpoint, but here's. Here's the difference. Yeah, but Physical, but, but here's yeah, the difference. And, and, and I'm it's kind of apples to oranges, but think about it. If you get if you pull off the trade for Russell Wilson, do you still have your foot out the door looking for the next quarterback? But if you have Jameis, I almost feel like, okay, yeah, we do. We got Jameis. But I feel like in the back of your mind, you're still thinking, what if? Like we got Jameis, but what if Dak, what if what if Dallas wants to let go of Dak or what if Houston decides, Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like you're, you're still what looking, you're, saying is that if you're it's, still if looking it's for, dangerous, you're not going to lock him into exactly. a long-term contract, maybe exactly. three years at most. He's a young guy too. How old is Jameis? Like 27, 26? This was a sixth year in the league. But he came in really young though, right? I mean, he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I, just I, I don't like. Um, I, 27, I, 27 years old. Yep. We we could talk about his his you know 
criminal criminal history as as much as we can. But the biggest difference to me is honestly talk about off field to eat the W. And I saw his teammates in the background grimacing, thinking this guy's about to lead us on the field. Yeah. That showed me everything I need to know about the guy. So yeah, yeah he's charismatic. You know, he he's you know yeah. joking. He's, you know, he talks. He's talkative. You know, he's outgoing. He's doing all this stuff in the locker room. That's great for a backup quarterback. But when the guy's leading you out in the field, do you, do you see him going in there with Demario Davis before the game, giving a pregame speech, licking his fingers again? I mean, I mean, when was the last time like the hell that, that kind of guy won the Super Bowl? Who won a bowl? When was the last time that kind of quarterback won a Super Bowl? Like at the end of the day, that's all I care about. Seven and nine, dude. Especially with this roster, like when we're talking about these options at quarterback, all I give a crap about it's not who's going to go out there and you know help us win the division or get back at the box. Can any of these quarterbacks win us a Super Bowl? Can Jameis Winston? No. Like, not can he come in? Nobody. Can. This, uh, like, I feel like, sure, arm talent wise, yeah, man, he can make any throw on the field, any throw on the field. But I don't trust Jameis Winston from the neck up, and it's it's just a culmination of a lot of things. It's it's him, his his playing on the field, the amount of he. Do you guys know what DVOA is? You guys ever read Football Outsiders? It's like you know, it's it's a Kind of like, kind of like a PFF, you know, like a football analytics outfit, and they have a stat called DVOA, and it's basically like, it's like their efficiency stat. Jameis Winston has like a negative career DVOA, like, and Breeze last, like in one of his worst years, was like at a thirty or forty percent DVOA. Jameis is not a good decision maker with the football on the field. I mean, he's not a good decision maker off the field either. Like, you know, Breeze got absolutely hammered for what he said to the Yahoo Finance twat over the summer, you know, regarding the anthem and stuff like that. And and in some people's mind, rightfully so, you know, at the time, just tone deaf, shouldn't have said what he said. But like, okay, so we're willing to crucify Drew Breeze, who is in his own right a saint, you know, both, you know, New Orleans Saints saint and also just the guy himself. What? So we're willing to beat the hell out of him, uh, but then we're also on the same, on the flip side willing to crown Jameis Winston as like this next awesome great quarterback of New Orleans. Who's <laughs> it's like, excuse me, do y'all not know the dumbest so, shit that that so, that this guy did? Do we not, do we need to bring up that old double standard, Charlie? You know well, how that for the listeners. Man. I mean, I just like to keep it 100. That's all, man. I just yeah. want to keep it consistent. I'm all about hammering people for 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 bad mistakes they make. Jameis Winston seems like an endless well, bad mistake. Gets on the cafeteria table in college and yells bad words. Does has the Uber thing? He steals so crab legs. That that guy's gonna win me so a Super Charlie, Bowl. Charlie, you just said something. Yeah. You know, huh. when's the last time somebody like that, uh, you know, won you a Super Bowl? And and I can't. I can't go. Well, I can't talk for off the field, but well, Joe Namath maybe that that's not an elite <laughs> caliber guy. Um, and I know they turned it on, but like uh, you know, Team of Destiny, the Eagles, you know, when they had Nick Foles, wasn't really elite. But I would probably go. No, 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 no. But I mean, I'm not. But Nick Foles was the uh, MVP. Well, before that, that team. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben I'm talking Roethlisberger about up here, like. 
the well, guy up that, here who when was the last time a complete well, football won a Super Bowl? Ben Roethlisberger. And then I would even go back as far as and yeah. I'm just talking talent wise. I'm not saying he sucked, but I had to look all the way back to the 2003 Super Bowl when Tampa beat Oakland with Brad Brad Johnson Brad at quarterback. Johnson. And that's been yeah, a while. Like, I'm not what I'm saying. What I'm saying here though is it's not a complete knucklehead. Yeah. Yeah, a knucklehead. Thank you, Ryan. I'm when was the last time a knucklehead won the Super Bowl? And I'm jokingly said Joe Namath, but that literally might be the last knucklehead, knucklehead who won and off the field. Just a knucklehead. He's a knucklehead, man. You look, I will give Jameis I'm probably lying when I'm saying this, but I will do my best to give Jameis every benefit of the doubt. When, not if, but when he's handed the keys I'll, to the franchise, I'll, I'll, I'll try my hardest. Are we as enthusiastic as we would be? No, I'm not. I mean, I will say, like, yeah. I am very intrigued by. I am very intrigued by the throws that Jameis can make because Jameis can make some throws that, like, ninety percent of quarterbacks in the NFL right now cannot make. You know, there's. There's things that only him, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, those type of throws that like those guys can make. And like to me, the hardest throw in the NFL to complete is the deep out. That's the hardest throw, especially from the opposite hash. It's the hardest, it's the hardest throw to make because you've got yeah. if the quarter if right. the quarterback hey. playing outside leverage, you're in trouble. If the safety's over top, you're in trouble. The deep out. And there's only probably seven quarterbacks in the NFL that can throw that ball absolutely perfectly. And Jameis is one of them. It's not can he make that throw. It's can Jameis make that throw when he's supposed to make that throw. And that's where I don't I, trust Jameis Winston because his arm can get the ball there, but his brain's going to tell him to make the throw. When I'm looking back at history throw. right now, and there hasn't been a knucklehead even on the even on the losing team. It, I mean – like, 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 listen real quick, all right? Um, and I'm just going backwards. I'm naming quarterbacks. Brady Mahomes, um, Mahomes, Jimmy G, uh, Brady Goff, Foles, Brady, Brady, Matt Ryan, Peyton Manning, Cam Newton. I mean, was Cam, we hate Cam, but he's not really that knucklehead. Uh, Brady. He's not. He's about his, when he plays. Two thousand fifteen. Now, uh, Brady and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Peyton Manning, Joe Flacco. Uh, what was it? Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Eli and um, uh, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. No, Eli is a knucklehead. He 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 drew the last name, uh, so he's good. You've got uh, Breeze, <laughs> Peyton Manning, um, Big Ben, Kurt Warner, Eli Brady. Uh, Peyton Manning and Chicago, they, they beat Rex Grossman, but he's not a knucklehead. Uh, Big Ben yeah. and whoever Seattle's quarterback was in 2006, Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. Yeah, then the year before that, it was Brady beat the Eagles. What was that? Donovan McNabb, I believe. Uh, year before that, you had that was a T.O. broken leg. Year before game, that, man. and I'm almost done. Yep. Uh, Brady and Delome. Uh, Brad Johnson, and then Oakland that year. God, who did Oakland have at quarter? Okay. Rich Cannon. And then 02, we're back even farther. You got Brady again and Kurt Warner. 2001, it was the the Ravens. Um, up, 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 uh, Ravens and the Giants played that year. 
Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, um, Tony, Tony Banks, Tr- Trent, Trent Dilfer. Um, that was the. Uh, Trent Dilfer, no, Dilfer's not a name. I mean, you're just adding to the sample size that will, like, I mean, the, again, he was he was sacked in 2019 the second yeah. most times at 47 times, and then Tom Brady was 21 this past year. But and what's contributing to the sacks? Like, let's, let's talk about that because we opened the pod talking about Russell Wilson and his sacks. But, what's contributing to the sacks? It's it's the decision making. Same offensive line in back to back years. It's the same offensive line. Well, I mean, Worfs. They didn't have Tristan Worfs or they had Tristan Worfs at right tackle. Oh, he was drafted. Other than that, same left. Worfs was drafted this year. Same center. Worfs was drafted this year with Brady. Right, but like other than Worfs, because you got Marpet, you got you got Smith, Smith, you got Jensen, you got pretty much you got four of the five guys still there. So you're talking about the right tackle. She did have a great year. But that doesn't – that doesn't – you talk about 47 to 21 sacks in Mo- one year. Most of most – of, yeah, sack, I mean, sacks one. usually come from what? One of, one of three things. Piss poor decision-making because, you know, you can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You're sure. Offensive line – Offensive line for, just sucks. Offensive line Or you're blocking. scrambling around for whatever reason. No. He's no, not no. scrambling around because he threw no, no, 30 interceptions. I know, I'm saying, but that's usually why you would have that many stats. Those are just reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. Russell Wilson's reason. But, no, his offensive line didn't – they didn't give – they didn't they think they were going to win with him. Russ has had such a bad yeah. offensive line. I don't know. It's definitely an intriguing discussion because, I mean, look, like, if Breeze wasn't retiring, like, what would we be talking about right now? We'd be like, oh, what pieces are we going to add so that we can finally get over there? But, you know, Breeze is retired. There's going to be a lot of turnover like we've talked about in previous pods. And I don't know. I mean, it, look, it's fun to dream about Russell. If if there's yeah, if there's fun. any way Russell Wilson can come down to New Orleans, I mean, I, <clears throat> I'd, I'd go absolutely insane. I was talking – so I was talking to my friend earlier and I told – it's like maybe Breeze is waiting on his announcement. Like what – why not announce it? You've already done the contract thing. Last maybe week was the freeze. The week maybe, before is the Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe Breeze is waiting on the announcement because he's waiting to, He's waiting for the Saints to lock in their next quarterback so there can be a storyline. You know, it's like Breeze retires today, Either right now. Announces it. Have a, who? What's the – like when a player when a player like Drew Breeze retires, it's going to be a few days of – of talking about his career and, and you know on and off the field, but then it's going to transition to the next well, you know, they're the not, next person. They're and not Brett just Favre, going to announce it like okay, you know, hey guys, I'm ret-. like they're in my opinion, you know, like with with your Manning and when Brady does it, like there will be a formal like a formal you know retirement ceremony, you know, hey, like a yeah, press conference, and it's something that they're going to yeah. have to plan ahead for. The people, the people that have. Twitter and Instagram alerts on Drew Brees' tweets and Instagram posts. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Do you think he's just going to have an Instagram post? Oh, well, it was great. Wow. 20 years. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, no. Oh, Jimmy John. Thank you. Rick Smoothie yeah, King. Right. Like, what the yeah. hell? No, he's going to do it the right way because he's an old dude. He's not going right. to call people out on social media like people know him to do. He's going to do it the right way. Yeah. Simple as yep. that. Free last week. Yep. 
Super Bowl. But maybe or- I'm saying though, maybe he's waiting. You know, maybe they're waiting on this so that so that they they for sure have their next maybe quarterback locked up. up. Maybe you're right. Last so pod, a, the two pods. So there's ago, a, when you said there's a there's maybe a hair. Just oh, there's always a hair that he may say. <laughs> yeah. You know what? He could have made that contract, contract adjustment. So they, people, he could have made. You're doubting me now. Uh, you people <laughs> are doubting me now. Do you not know who I am? And he's gonna come out like gladiator next year. I would and totally be down right. with with Breeze coming back because I would just sit back and watch the timeline on Twitter burn, and it would be. It would be epic. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! This old washed-up dude can't throw the ball twenty yards down. The- <laughs> they would go, they would go nuts, man. It's it would go like gladiator. I'm telling you, and I would just sit back and watch it. Yeah, no, I think yeah. He's retiring. I think James. That's what I think. I think James next quarterback, and then like Mike, like Mike said on the last episode, what do you do with Taysom, man? You just got done telling everybody that he's the next Steve Young. He's the we have the franchise quarterback after Breeze in the building. Blah blah blah. Ooh, never mind. Uh, Jameis Winston's our next quarterback. Thanks, thanks for um, sacrificing your body every single week, uh, Taysom, and thanks for coming in and, and, and winning. A bu- you know what? Three, I'd three still, one for us. You know, how crazy shot. I'd is. still rather Jameis over Taysom. He may, he may, he may rotate him. He could. Rotate. He may rotate him like starting the pitchers, man. You know what? I wouldn't even be mad about it because I would get mad. Like, okay, you're taking your all pro, you know, your future Hall of Fame quarterback Breeze off the field for Taysom. I'm not going to feel that way if he's doing it for Jameis. Yeah. See, see who's hot. See who's, who's on a little roll, you know? Once they get running like a college one in. Yeah. All right. Well, we had an we had an hour here on this pod. It's, it's an intriguing uh, topic. Fun, you can, we can do three hour podcasts talking about who's going to play quarterback next to the Saints. Hey, Chuck. Uh, I want I want one of our listeners if they if they tweet or email the pod who they think is going to be the quarterback and who they want at quarterback and the let, let's take a guess if they guess. If they write in there, the first one to say how many turnovers Jameis Winston had in 2019 to you, tweeting or emailing, I will send them 10 random Saints trading cards from the night. You hear that, boys and girls? So if you want to at Frenchman Pod or email FrenchmanConnection at gmail.com, who you think the next Saints quarterback is going to be and how many turnovers they're going to have in the coming year? No, no, no. How many turnovers Jameis Winston had in 2019? Oh, oh, oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And Ryan will send you some some trading cards. So at Frenchman Pod, or you can email the pod. You always email the pod. You guys can – you you can always email the pod, FrenchmanConnection at gmail.com, or you can just DM us on the the pod's – you know, Frenchman, Frenchman pod's Twitter account. Um, you know, we do get DMS in there from time to time saying, Hey, good pod. Or, um, you know, talk about this on the pod. And you know, we, we like appreciate it, y'all. I know we're a little different and I know sometimes, uh, some of us drink a little bit more on post game pods than the rest of us, but Chuck, but you know, some, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next time, next podcast, I'm not so sure what we're going to, what we'll break down, but it'll, you know, it'll be fun. Draft, draft, draft. Be something. Yep. draft season, baby.
Yeah. Well, we're get we're getting there. We're almost maybe at the we're we're Travis Atien. Maybe I want to almost at the uh, maybe the we're running back. Okay, what y'all think about? We'll talk about it next time. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll that? get back to you guys soon. Who that? Who that? <laughs>